today's Gossip Girls episode is brought to you by Lola. Get your first two box order for just $9, regularly $18, a savings of 50% at trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com. Wakey, wakey, Upperies podcasters. The queen is dead. Long live the queen. Hey, everybody. It's Z. I'm S. And we're Gossip Girls. Why did you and who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Girls. <laughs> and we're talking about episode four from season three. In the episode. De Florette. Dan de la Florette. So, yeah, uh, we are two women of color talking about a show that is very white. So white. So white. So white. So white. No. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I was trying to do Uptown Funk, but with weight. Oh. Instead of so hot. Oh. So what? What? Damn. (laughs) Right? Is that how it goes? (laughs) Something, something. I thought you didn't like music. (laughs) I like pop music, okay? Okay. Fair. That's fair. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) I love you. Uh, you. I don't know why you're making fun of me. No, because I didn't think think of you quoting um bruno mars yeah or any musician music oh. forever because like you never know music on here so this is very well, shocking that's because all the music on here is super like indie yeah yeah that's fair i know pop music fair. real well fair uh so what's the netflix description okay the netflix oh so this is called dan de florette the title comes from a movie that no one knows called jean de florette and <laughs> what, what, what's the movie it's Let's from see. 1986 and it's about like I guess we I don't I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. It's, okay, it's French. Click it, click it, click it. It's French. It's click a French it. film. I don't know anybody in this film. Which is shocking because I know everyone. It's a French period drama. Nice. Ooh, somebody for eight Cesar Awards. That's a big deal. Ooh. Cesar is the equivalent of the Oscar. Oh. Fancy fancy. Don't know that. So yeah, it is a 1986 French period drama, period. and uh, yeah, it probably has something to do with the storyline. Who knows? I don't know. But <laughs> probably not. Actually, as as stuff is going on, it's just uh, uh, Dan de Florette. <laughs> we'll discover why that is a thing, as or at least Florette is yes. a thing for sure. But uh, what's the Netflix description? It's Jenny's first day as Queen Bee. Oh shit! Plus, a famous actress, Olivia Burke, is assigned as Vanessa's roommate. Oh my gosh! So that is the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Um, so do you want to talk about Jenny first, or the new yeah, girl in so, town? Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about um, the 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 Queendom. Yes, as it were in um at Constance. So Jenny has been named queen by Blair. She's been trothed with the crown. She is now Queen Jenny. Yes. Eric, Constance is going to be so different. There's no more hierarchy, no more mean girls, no one copying how the queen dresses. It's going to be a new era of sunlight and fairness. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's what Blair had in mind when she picked you to be her successor. Too bad. Who would have thought that a girl from Brooklyn would be the queen of the Upper East Side? Foreign queen. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. She had issues with the hierarchy. She hated it. She didn't think Blair should have been able to do all the things that she did. And so she's debating with herself whether or not she's going to wear that headband crown that Blair gave her. And she ends up deciding not to wear it. And so she's like walking with Eric to school. And she's like, this year is going to be different. She has all these high hopes. Yeah. There's like no more aristocracy. Everyone's going to be equal. There's not going to be someone like ruling everyone. And like, there's not going to be minions. And so she gets to school and like these three minions show up 
And they're like, hi, Jenny. We're Carmen, Celeste, and Jane. Yeah, and she's and and they're all wearing makeup very similar like, to her. Like the they're dark dressed, raccoon eyes. They're all dressed like her. They have like, you know, uh lace un- like puffy lace underneath their skirts to make yeah. it kind of look like it's like like a petticoats. It's kind of interesting cuz Blair like when Blair had her minions, they all kind of dressed like her and I kind of just assumed that that was the the dress code for the Upper East Side um like uniform, but like I guess they're kind of trying to follow their queen. Yeah. Rather than like just go each like each time you'd have like this weird like you follow the style of the queen rather than having it be just a style in general interesting the queen's style <laughs> so but the queen's english yeah <laughs> the queen wait what well the queen's english it's like very it's like um it's like it's um like british like the uh, the, the accent and the way uh-huh. they say things Brit- like the queen's english is like very upper crust it's like stand or uh oxford english mm-hmm. yeah. oh it's like very like i speak like this yeah exactly i will not won't is not a word yeah exactly yeah isn't isn't a word yeah exactly isn't is not a word okay i ain't, ain't a word <laughs> yeah exactly ain't a word <laughs> so uh she She's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want minions. Where did you guys even come from? Like, where did they come from? Yeah, I, I've are never they, seen these students before. Do, do, are, do, are they just assigned when you become queen? Maybe. Blair, like, I pick you, you, and you because you guys are now the minions of Jenny. Yeah. So now she's like, okay, well, gather everyone around. That's what I want you guys to do. Like, minions, gather. Gather the people, minions. But also wash her faces. Yeah. She's like, I don't want anyone to look like me. I'm me. Yeah. I meet. So Jenny gives us very rousing speed in the courtyard, very much like Norma Ray when she like pulled up the sign going "Union, we'll unionize." It's very much like we are slapping down the the, the man, the monarchy that has been ruling over these lands for his time. Like let freedom reign. It's very weird. Um, she gets very kind of like I don't know. It's yeah. So she's she's like you know what? This is a new era. Like I'm while I was named the queen, I am not going to be ruling the queen the school like Blair did. And there's no new hierarchy. There's no aristocracy. No one's going to throw yogurt at each other. No one's going to try to sabotage each other, take each other down like we used to do. This is a new age. And the minions are like, wait, what? Like, we want to be ruled. Exactly. We want structure. We want we, yeah. we the hierarchy. We need someone to tell us where our status is. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Can't be their own person. Cool. Yeah. So what happens is Blair is still at NYU and she still sucks at NYU, as we found out in the last episode. Blair is bad at NYU. Yeah. And so she... Like she has some interesting meetups. Like she tries to meet these people called the Masters of the Universe. She thinks they're fine, like a finance club, and she's like trying to find the rich people, but they're actually just a nerdy group of role players. Talking about He Man. Yeah. The and, <laughs> and so she gets a text while she's like trying to finagle her way into a group, and she's like, for one of the one of the minions called Celeste. Yeah, and so um, she starts kind of coaching them, and. The other minions end up making another speech. All three of them, I guess, are queens now. And they're like, you know what? We're still going to do the hierarchy, by the way. Um, don't listen to what Jenny said. She's wrong. She's not the queen. And they call her Little J. And she's and Jenny's like, flabbergasted. Like, where did you get? Where did you hear Little J from? Because the only person that called her that was Blair. This is not a democracy, ladies. Everyone does not get a voice, and that's okay. What is this? Did you not hear me this morning? Oh, you mean your cute little attempt at perestroika? We're going back to the old way. Queens, hierarchy, and no Brooklyn wannabes. Sorry, little Jay. 
Who told you to call me that? And so, like, it's it's obvious what is happening. Blair is talking to these tiny children and telling them what to do. Yeah, and she's not really she's not really letting go of her grip that yeah. she had at Constance. And it's it's kind of like she's so bad at NYU. She like hasn't made any friends. She hasn't found any rich people, and no one no one is like no one's like Blair. So she hasn't found anyone like herself. So she's like, I need to find a way so that I feel comfortable. Like she does, she feels so out of her element and so uncomfortable with the way things are at NYU. And she's like, no desire to change or try to expand her or broaden her horizons. Yeah. So she's and left with a lot of bad. Re- you're doing a bad Blair. Yeah. So she's like left with little choice to go until, you know, backslide. Yeah. Yeah. She's backsliding. She's backsliding hard. And Chuck takes notice of this. He's like, um, what are you doing? What the fuck? Yeah, stop it. You're Blair. You're in college. Yeah, and she's like, but, you know, they're ruining what I built. And he's like, that's not your problem anymore, though. You've moved on. And so instead of, you know. It's it's interesting. So yeah. what, what Blair is saying is that she's, like, tutoring Constance girls. But what is she is doing, in fact, is just trying to, like, continue to be the queen bee from afar. Yeah. And keeping her legacy intact. Yeah. And she's scared because, like, I feel like without her legacy at Constance, you know, she doesn't really know who she is. Yeah. Because she doesn't have... She doesn't have anything following her at NYU. Yeah. And, like, the thing about college, and I think this whole episode really kind of hones on this fact, is, like, when you're in college, you can be whoever you want to be and start anew. Except if you're Blair Waldorf. Except if you're Blair Waldorf. And the thing is, like, she doesn't have anything or any kind of, like, real ambition to, like, kind of uh, give her the momentum to want to change or at least go in a direction. Whereas everybody else kind of seems that they have found their place in school. And while she's in school, she hasn't really found anything. Kind of similar to, like, with Serena. She She still feels lost. She still feels super lost. And because, you know, she feels a little superior to Serena because she's in school doesn't mean that she's anymore not lost. Yeah. And, like, everything she's tried to do in the past, like, she's tried to, like, get all the girls to follow her on her floor. She tried to join the fake La La Ta Bellitaire. Mm -hmm. Like, she hasn't found, like, A, a secret society, which I think a lot of rich people aspire to in college. And she also hasn't, like you know, found any friends, like no friends whatsoever mm-hmm. in college so far. Yeah, like oh, at least the only people who she kind of knows is, of course, Georgina. Yeah. Nana and Vanessa, but they're not her friends. And she hates Georgina. Yeah, and Serena doesn't, is not in school, so she, you know, shows up sometimes, but it's not somebody that she can, like, clean on. She hasn't been able to make her own circle at school. So she's just keeping her old circle at the old school. And I kind of wonder about, like, I wonder what Blair would have been like as a minion like, I can't imagine her being a minion. Mm-mm. And I think she was probably a minion the same way that Jenny was a minion, like trying to take down the queen at every second, but for different reasons. Like Blair yeah. Blair would have taken down the queen to become the queen, and then Jenny's trying to take down the queen because she hates the arist- aristocracy. Yeah, but I also think that, like, Blair, um, when she was with um, Serena, never really was a minion. They were mm-hmm. just best friends, kind of like, you know... In freshman year, because like, like, you know, history, if it's accurate. Is she the first queen bee? She might be. Okay. But I feel like the way things were, like, it's, if, you know, we're going to rely on this very unreliable narrative that is the Gossip Girls timeline, <laughs> um, Blair and Serena, they were like, you know, in freshman year, and then Serena left their sophomore year, and then came back junior yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. 
So during that time where Blair was alone without Serena, I guess she like kind of forged her own path to become like the queen bee starting of season of their, their junior year. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if we're going to, in theory, think that that's a real narrative, cause it's not because it's very unreliable in the timeline definitely skews a bit. Um, but it's interesting to see Blair kind of be lost in a different way than Serena is. Yeah. Because it's because you don't like see Blair, like she knows what she wants and what she wants is basically power. Yeah. She wants power. But she doesn't she, know how to get it. And yeah, she just, and it's like, it's the, the, the kind of loss she is, is like, she knows where she wants to go, but she doesn't know the path. Yeah. While Serena's like, <laughs> has no path or destination. No. Yeah, exactly. And so they're, they're both lost, but in different ways. Yeah. And also it's interesting to see somebody lost in the confines of an institution like college. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, college is such a transformative time in your life. You are thr- like you're 18 years old and you have to decide what am I going to do for the rest of my life. Which yeah. Is really daunting. And it's like supposed to be not supposed to be but a lot of a lot of people use it to like as to find themselves yeah. to find out who they are because like you're thrown into the situation that is so wildly different than what you had for the past 18 years and like suddenly you have all these new ty- types of people you have like little to no supervision and you can like figure out who you are without someone telling you who you are yeah and that's a special type of privilege to be in college mm-hmm. anyway so like there's a lot to deal with because like that's not everyone's story either and i want to like reiterate the like not everybody goes to school mm-hmm. um, i had a lot of friends who didn't go to school and that's fine yeah well i'm talking about blair specifically for sure in college no totally but it was like it's like a more granular way yeah. though um just the idea of college being such a tenuous time in one's life and having that kind of uncertainty and like yeah. that like that not really sure or or knowing that you have a destination, but like the 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 path getting to there is so intense, and for her, it's she doesn't know what to do, and so she's overwhelmed and she's backsliding quite a bit. And so when she's you know touring constants, at least she knows like, at least no, she she knows that like I the end result is the woman you have in front of you, me. Yeah, and so so Blair is she's talking with this like with Chuck. And Chuck is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop it. Don't do this. Stop it. Stop going back to Constance. You're like way beyond this. And Blair's like, no, because it's the only place that she feels comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. And so she's like, you know what? I, I don't care. I'm just going to have my sleepover, like the, the yearly Waldorf sleepover. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. This is my thing. Yeah. Like you do you, I'm going to do me over here and like work on your, you know, work on your building that you just bought, your hotel that you just bought. Like do that let me let me have this right and chuck he he's feeling you know kind of he needs to find a way to like fix this and he figures the only one who can like really work at this is jenny yeah and so he decides to team up with her because he's like you know what jenny like i don't know like they they sort of had a reconciliation of where we're so creepy as i i don't like i don't like talk, talking to jenny in any way yeah and so like they had a reconciliation last season where he was like i'm sorry and she's like stay away from me and here he is coming to her with like well like, had a, like they they they're they kind of like had like they had like an impasse now they're kind of like yeah all right you and know now, like, a truce essentially now they they essentially have the same goal and 
and, and, and the, now they're almost quasi relative relatives yeah. now at this point because you know his stepmother slash adoptive mother lily, uh, lily it's also it's also going to yeah. be um jenny's stepmother so they're gonna they're they're family now mm-hmm. uh, extens- ostensibly relations my girlfriend's installed a puppet regime blair's gone colonel kurtz she needs to be brought back to reality help me i hope you take back the crown why they don't want my kind of leadership. They want a tyrant who will police their behavior and chart their movement on the social ladder. Find someone else. I need you. You're fooling yourself if you don't think you were born to rule this school. People change, Chuck. Not you. Not about this. Jenny Humphrey, who used to sit in Brooklyn and watch the lights across the water, who went toe-to-toe with Blair Waldorf and actually won her respect. You can't tell me that girl isn't still in there. Now that the dream is coming true, you owe it to her to live it. Why doesn't want me to be queen? Well, maybe we can make her reconsider. And so their their goal is to, like, Chuck's goal is to remove Blair from the situation, and Jenny's goal is to remove Blair from the situation, also remove the situation, um, and remove the, the hierarchy. So they, they kind of have to work together. And can mutually benefit each other with, um, like, the casualty of destroying the aristocracy and Blair being removed from that would be beneficial to Chuck. So their plan will come into play later in the episode, which we'll talk about. But let's get to the other newish couple. Yeah. So so. now that Georgina is off at Boston, or at least under the guise of visiting her relatives this week, uh, that... uh, Chuck had mentioned to Blair, saying like, 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 you know, like Georgina's gone. Georgina's gone for the week. You know, deal with like, be happy with that. You know, take solace in that. You don't have to worry about your roommate for this week. Yeah. And she's like, you know, going back and backsliding to Constance's ways. While you know Georgina's gone, Dan now is a total free agent. He has to worry about you know Georgina following him. Any girls or any girls? And he is chatting up with Nate as um, they're having coffee. And it's from a cart. And just chatting up, um, Dan's supposed to be reading his Hawthorne paper. And it's I, like, I just I want to say, it. I love Nate. Like when Nate doesn't have a main storyline, I love I love him as a side character. Like, oh, he's great, excellent side character. He's great. No, the Endless Night series has made like a billion dollars. It's King Arthur with vampires. Are you serious right now? Uh, no, she plays Guinevere, but like a hot, blood sucking Guinevere. <laughs> well, being that I have no idea what she looks like, go. I'll make sure to keep an eye out for her. Hey, uh, one coffee, please. Sure. Hey, man, I got to run. I got a 10 o'clock class. Um, don't forget to read my Hawthorne paper. That's right. Yeah, I'll see you, man. Cool. Oh, you know what? I think I forgot my wallet. Hold on. I think I got change in here. Hold on a second. You know what? Uh, there you go. No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. Please. Karma. It'll come back to me. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's incredibly nice. Welcome. I'm Dan. I'm uh, Kate. Very nice to meet you, Kate. When he so he's like, so they they find out that at NYU there is the famous actress Olivia Burke. Um, she's going to be starting at NYU, and Dan's like, I don't know who that is because I'm like too literary to know what television. I'm so is. evolved. I don't watch I don't, movies. I don't even have a TV in my apartment. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like bullshit. Shut up. You have Netflix. Yeah, exactly. But um, so so yeah. I, I like Nate's Nate's such a good like when when he's not the main focus of a scene he's he's a great like 
like snarky sidekick. Totally. He's, he's excellent he's, sidekick. Yeah, he's great to like bounce off, you know, like banter. Yeah. He's great in that way of like kind of like um like being present in the scene but not necessarily being um the center of the scene. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really and I I really like the like the, and also just like, like I love when Dan and Nate hang out. I love them. Like, Dan I, and Nate should make out. Yes. They would be such a good couple. I am here for that. They're so perfect. For sure. Um, yeah, they're really cute and just friends together. And like their friendship has blossomed a lot in the last year or so. So it's been fun watching that. So Olivia Burke, she is the star of Endless Nights, which is essentially Twilight. Yeah, Endless Nights with a K. It's K-N-I-G-H-T-S because puns. Puns, but also nights. Like it's keen author. With like, vampires. With vampires. So yeah, it's like, you know, Camelot and all that shit, swords and whatnot and horses yeah. and knights. Like knights of the round table. So Twilight. Twinights. I don't know. That would have been better. That would have been really good. That been so better. um Olivia Burke is in this T V show or movie series. Movies. I don't it's know. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie series like Twilight okay. is. So yeah, it's probably based on books. We should mm-hmm. write this Endless Nights book, probably. Maybe. And so she's she's starting at NYU and that's like kind of on everyone's mind. And so Dan is he's trying to buy coffee from a car and he finds out he forgot his wallet at home. Classic Dan. Classic. And so this this girl um pays a dollar fifty for his coffee and he's like, I I I'm Dan. And she's like, Hi, I'm Kate. Yeah. And so she um she's talking to Dan and like she is so excited about college and wants to take all the classes and is interested in everything. And Dan's like, hi, you're so beautiful. I love you. You're smart and interesting. And you're not Georgina. Yeah. And like, you don't he, see, you don't seem like clinically insane. Yeah. And so she's, she's played by Hillary Duff, who is like the most adorable person ever. She's Hillary so Duff. Cute. Hillary Duff. How is she so cute? Let's go back, back to the beginning. We have talked about Hillary Duff on this podcast more than once. I think so. She's I like I love her so much. I think about her like every time someone goes to Rome, I think about the Lizzie McGuire movie. Hey now, hey, hey now. This yes, is what dreams are made of. It's yeah, so she's fantastic, and she's in one of my favorite shows that's on TV right now called Younger on TV Land. Still it's so, haven't watched it. So good with I Sutton know Foster, I and she I went to my high school. She's so great. She's so funny and she's so cute in the show. Yeah, she, I feel like, like she's like such a cute, earnest person. She is in the show, and then like in younger, she's like sexy and like adult in a way that like you, it's definitely removed from her Lizzie McGuire days. Yeah. But also, just fucking Hillary Duff is out here doing I think, it. And I think I Hillary Duff her. did a really like good good job growing up. Is, is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she had her she had her like slip ups for sure. Like she, well, like I don't know, like all people. Yeah, like like all people. She never like she wasn't perfect completely. She like she didn't like she went from Disney Channel star and like now I feel like her like I'm I'm saying as an actress. Oh, totally. Her her foray from like child star to um like actor ha- was was great. Yeah, and I like, think also because like her pop career, her pop star career um was pretty well received too. Yeah. For the most part like I I love that song. It's, I love it so, so much. much. It was so great. I love that song. But like she had, she put like, you know, five or six albums. Like she, oh, wow. Yeah, like she has like a greatest hits album, like easily. So she was out here. Oh my God. She wrote a young adult novel. Wait, what? Okay, so I'm just Googling her. She wrote a young adult novel called Elixir that I'm going to put on the whole <gasps> I library. totally remember that because I remember her being on Ellen about that once because I watched Hillary Duff. Yeah, apparently stuff a lot. It, it did really well. Um, she's so great. She's so great. Anyways, love Hillary Duff. Yeah, so she's going to be on the show for a little bit, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, 
If you want to be on our show, Hillary Duff. Oh my God, please. Please. At us. I'm, oh my God. It's, I'm putting it on hold right now. Hills, please add us. Hill Duff, love you. Yeah. So Dan is totally smitten by Hillary Duff because, of course. Yeah, he's, he's totally smitten by Kate. Yeah. So Kate is uh, very cute, very perky, very interested in studies. Yeah. And, and so, uh, we visit with Vanessa. Yeah. Who finds out that her new roommate is none other than the new famous star, Olivia Burke. And who Olivia Burke is, is Hillary what? Duff. Whoa. She's, how could she be Kate and Olivia? I don't, I don't know. Olivia how Burke, is that yeah. possible? I think it's a case of Hannah Montana, <gasps> but which is a Disney show and I made the connection, yeah. but whatever, it's fine. Oh my God. Love Hannah Montana. I actually love Hannah Montana too. Oh my God. It was so good. I watched the movie in theaters more than once. Shut you. up. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. I've love never watched it. the movie actually. Oh, it's so good. Really? Oh my God. Okay. Some of the songs are bad, but it's Who good. Cares? I think. One sec. I think. I'm, I'm not a fan of Emily Cyrus, but because um, she's problematic as fuck. But. Oh, yeah. But I did love Hannah Montana. Oh my God. It only has two stars on IMDb. That is so rude. It is so good. I don't care. You love your thing. You love I your thing, too. I do love her. Why is Vanessa Williams in this movie? Melora Hardin's in it. I love Melora Hardin. Oh, I love Melora. She's in, she's in Bowtie. I know. Oh, she's great. I watched it. I know. She's like, I don't know. I love Melora Hardin. I feel like she's like a very unknown person, even though she's like, like you know her face, but you don't know her name. Yeah. I feel like she's that type of actor. She's so great. Yeah. She's she's Jan on um, the, office. the Office. And she was in um, 17 again as the the Vulcan lover principal. She was in Goss- She was in Gilmore Girls. For she was. She was in Gilmore Girls for an episode. She was. Um, I think it was like late season six. She was mm-hmm. like the therapist that uh, Chris was. Uh, that uh, Ellen, Emily was trying to hook up Chris with. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. That was weird. Anyways. Um. Oh my God. She also played Trudy Monk in Monk. Wild. Okay. Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> Well, I don't know how we got in Miller or Harden. It's fine. We ta- we're okay, she was in the Hannah Montana movie. Anyways, <laughs> so she has a case of Hannah Montana's, and she's like, I want the best of both worlds. I want to be Kate and Olivia. The best of both worlds. <laughs> I know. The so, best of both worlds. Yeah, so Vanessa finds out that Olivia is her roommate because this woman named Casey is, like, taking down all, like, Vanessa's shit and like moving Olivia shit and she's like she's Olivia's publicist and she's like by the way you've just signed this like uh, confidentiality agreement so that like you can't tell anyone that Olivia is your roommate or where she lives and Vanessa's like what the fuck yeah she's like uh and then when she sees Olivia Burke i.e. Hillary Duff in her doorway she's like oh fuck yeah what the what oh my god oh my god oh my god what's happening and she's really excited about it because she's a secret endless nights lover hey i loved the movie last night though it was no endless nights yeah she's a closeted lover of um of uh, the 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 endless nights and um olivia she tries to like make amends she's like i love goodard you know i'm sorry that like my publicist is like you know super weird and like you know her character on the show is like so nice and sweet and like I love how like down to earth. Like I know she like that's that's her character trait that she says she's down to earth, but I do like how she is actually down to earth. Like I think in general Hillary Duff plays that really well. Mm-hmm. She's got a nice face. Yeah, she she really does. Yeah. I love her. She's so cute. She's so great. Um yeah, so it's it's uh it's really sweet trying to seeing Olivia, you know, uh 
try to make Vanessa feel comfortable because I feel like that's always her job is to like make people feel comfortable with the fact that she's like this high status yeah. celebrity and she's doing it a really well a really good job without you know making Vanessa feel uncomfortable yeah and so it's I mean it would be really hard to like have you're just like trying to have a normal college experience and like oh you have this really famous person as your roommate um I could tell you a, a famous Hillary Duff, not Hillary Duff story but a famous celebrity story when I was at NYU because yeah I had, tell me there was a few kids who were famous when I was in grad school I didn't really see them but Colt the Sprouse brought the twin were on campus what? when I went to school. I never saw them. Oh my god! But we went. We went to school at the same time. Um, who else? Dakota Fanning apparently was there. Never saw her. Oh my god! Because we're all Cole undergrads, Sprouse. so I never saw oh, them. Yeah. Um, was I was at there for grad school? Who else was there? Um, Elizabeth Olsen. She was also there. Never saw her because we all went to Tisch, so I never saw them. They're like on the other side of the campus. I never fucking. I went to. I went to the education department school. I was at fucking Steinhard. Like no yeah. one went over there, so. Um, oh my god, I just googled Cole Sprouse because of course I did, but I found a BuzzFeed <laughs> article from today. Cole Sprouse has the sexiest hands I've ever seen and you need to look at them ASAP. <laughs> well, this is amazing because it is written by a BuzzFeed staff writer. It is not a community post. Someone got paid to write this article. Uh, this is so weird. <laughs> this is so such a weird article. Okay, anyways, everyone Google that. It's a great article. It's so weird yeah so um it was i mean i heard about them i think what's her face um caitlin jenner mm-hmm. she was um on campus the same time i was but she because she only went to nyu for a semester she dropped out like right who caitlin jenner not caitlin jenner jesus not caitlin jenner um kendall jenner oh i was like caitlin jenner's like 60 right sorry my bad. seven my bad ron ron jenner um but yeah uh, kendall jenner she was kendall jenner. is kendall the pepsi one mm-hmm Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that was like those like the brush with celebrities. I never actually saw them, but like yeah. we all went to the same school, so I'm sure it was weird being in classes with them. Oh my god, I bet. And like, I think I think that's probably like a a thing that just happens at NYU because like I hear about so many celebrities that went to NYU, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I want to. I wonder what that would be like. Like, didn't what's his face teach a class there, James Franco? Yep. Yeah, that's also weird. Also, Quest Love. He took he taught a class while I was there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, back to the show. Yeah, NYU. A lot of famous kids go there. I wish I had gone to school in New York City. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Um. So, so Kate. Oh, so so Dan still thinks that Olivia is Kate because he has no idea who Olivia Burke is because he doesn't have a TV, right? Mm-hmm. And. He, or goes to the movies. Yeah, or, you know, doesn't Or reads magazines or, you know, yeah. listens to anything. Doesn't even read Gossip Girl. Um, uh, so he he's, like, at the coffee shop and he sees Kate. And he's, like, with Nate. And Nate's, like, oh, that's that's Kate over there? That's the girl he saw? Because Nate knows who's exactly who that is. And Nate's being, like, a being smirky, co- smug. Yeah, he's being very coy about it. It's so funny. I can't believe you didn't get that girl's number. How long is Brie in Texas? Because uh, maybe she should help you out with your English paper. Oh, I'm sorry. You just expect more game from the guy who dated Serena Vanderwoodson. Hey, there, there she is. What? That's, that's, that's Kate, the girl we've been talking about. It's right there. <sighs> that girl? Yeah. Dude, that... is a sign that you should go ask her out. <sighs> okay. All right. You know what? 
I will. Hey, Kate. Uh, Kate. Kate. Hey, <laughs> sorry. I uh, I said your name twice. Uh, uh, Stan. Sorry. Uh, I have a lot on my mind. Right, right. How's your first day going? It's been a harder adjustment than I expected. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I still want to pay you back for this morning, so um, you know, I thought maybe we could grab some pizza sometime or, or, you know, like tomorrow or... What about right now? Right, right now? I mean, yeah, sure, right now is perfect. Right now is great. In fact, I, uh, I know a place around the corner. Okay. <laughs> And so he's like, yeah, you should go. You should go ask Kate out. And Dan goes and asks Kate out. And she's like, let's get pizza now. Yeah. He's like, and then and Nate's like giggling to himself. So this is hilarious. This is amazing. And that's the last we see of Nate in this episode. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much like, you know, doing his own thing in this episode, which is fine. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. So Dan, Dan is talking to. You want you mean like, um, um, uh, Mayonate light. Oh my god! Light mayonate. He is Hellman's. <laughs> He's mayonnaise spread. What is that? What is Hellman's? They make like mayonnaise spread or whatever. You mean Miracle Whip? Miracle, Miracle. He's Miracle Whip. Yep. He's Sorry, salad dressing. I don't know anything. That's okay. He but is a Miracle Whip. That is mayonnaise light. Yep. Light mayonnaise. Done. Light light, light mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. What? Light mayonnaise. Yes. Light mayonnaise. We did it. Okay. So then Dan is Dan explaining about literature to Olivia because he knows everything. And Olivia's Ugh. like, uh-huh. I love this. You're so smart. What a smart boy. Thanks so much for teaching me. And like her eyes are not rolling back into her head because she's sweet, <laughs> I guess. And he's like, you know what, Kate? You're like so refreshingly normal not like the last girl i dated she was never really out of the spotlight referring to serena mm-hmm. and olivia's like oh like i'm olivia burke she doesn't say that to him he still no. doesn't know but she's definitely like recrawls a bit and she's like reconsidering her like involvement with him and she's like look um i i i mean i like you but you know i I don't think I don't I, know if we're right for each other because you know I I don't think I'm the girl you're looking for because yeah. my life is complicated. Yeah, and so she had blown off Larry Keane to be with this guy. Yeah, fucking Dan. Dan. Mm. He's a dance player. Dan him <laughs> who <laughs> her <laughs> Dan and it rhymes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she. Uh, leaves and Dan's kind of just like dist- not distraught but kind of confused just like what happened there what happened there? why did she leave yeah and he's like I gotta she's like I, I can't really hang out I gotta, I gotta work tomorrow night but uh, I'll see you around campus yeah and so yeah Dan calls Vanessa and so uh, Olivia also invited everyone on her in her floor like including Blair and Vanessa to well she didn't invite her her publicist oh yeah her publicist invi- sent movie invites to the premiere of um Fleur which Fleur. is Fleur which is the the movie that's uh that Olivia is releasing mm-hmm. and 
Vanessa's like, okay, Dan, come with me to this movie. And so then we get to the next part of the, the, the last like triad before we get to the premiere scene. Serena. Serena, as we know, has decided not to go to Brown. Mm. So <laughs> she starts off by like role playing with Rufus about um, how to break the news to Lily. Oh my God. It's like, it's so funny to watch this. It is. Cause like, like Rufus is an incredible Lily. He does her so well. It's great. He's like, he he like suck, well, he like I'm sucks upset. in his cheeks to like yeah. the higher um cheekbones and like he like does a temple like with the pursed lips like he mm. mimics her tone very well like the way that she would respond mm-hmm. in like a I'm not mad I'm just disappointed I feel like Lily's reactions are a little bit like Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada totally oh my god I feel I just like made that connection I feel like there's a like very huge similarity there totally I'm into it yeah. And so um, while they're role playing, uh, Lily actually shows up early yeah. and Serena's caught off guard, Rufus caught off guard and they're all like, you know, excited to see each other. And then Lily's like, why aren't you in school? And then uh, Serena's like, uh, about that. So, uh, so what happened was, <laughs> and uh, Lily gets pissed naturally. She's like, what are you doing? You know, like, you're trying to find yourself. She was like, yeah, you know, like, I don't want to go to school. I don't feel like I, you know, should be... I'm ready. Ready for it yet. I, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I want to work. I want And Lily's like, you never worked a day of your life, girl. Like, what are you going to be doing? <laughs> it's, it's really interesting, though, because, like, I do think college is, like, such a huge decision to make at such a young and impressionable age. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You're making, like, this giant, expensive decision. And, I mean, in, in her case, it's not really, like, a giant... Ex- it's not really expensive decision because it doesn't cost money. Right. And it's... Well, I, it does. It, I mean, I mean it, it does like, money, money, but like, it's not money that they can like. Li- yeah, not, it's like fifty grand a year. I don't yeah, know, right? they're not losing. They're not really like. It's fine. Yeah, so it's it's not real money to them, but it, it is like a little bit of money. But like, Lily, Lily wants Serena to go to school because like that's what Upper East kids, Upper East Side kids do. Like they go to school after high school. Respectable families. Yes, respectable family. And Serena's like, no, I'm not ready for that yet. Like, Brown is not for me, and that is not the path I want to be on right now. And so she's like, okay, do it. Find a job. And Serena goes on a series of interviews. She interviews with, like, Tori Burch, some other fashion people, and no one wants to hire her because she's 18 and has no skills. Yeah, she has no skills. Like, what skills does she possibly have? I'm good at being pretty. Yeah, essentially. And so she she realizes that like in the fashion industry that everyone wants her to like wear their stuff and show up to events and essentially just be a socialite, but no one wants to like have her work for them. Yeah, which is so understandable. Yeah, because she's a child. And so she takes herself off to lunch and when she does this she runs into uh Olivia Burke and Who her is, publicist. Yeah, so Olivia's yelling at Casey for um sending all those uh those waivers to the girls and like she's like i want a normal college experience and then um serena overhears this and like there's just paparazzi like lined up outside the restaurant like waiting to take a picture of her i think that paparazzi photos of celebrities eating lunch is like the most boring thing ever and i don't understand why people do it well i don't think they're like, necessarily taking pictures of her eating i think they just like want to take her outside of the restaurant too. but that's also not interesting it's not but they want to see them out well because you know celebrities they're just like us and i also like think that um this is definitely during the peak of tmz oh my god yeah 
Like TMZ was definitely having like a peak in 2009. I mean, like it was the downfall of Lindsay Lohan, poor thing. Oh, so, wait, like, what happened with Lindsay Lohan? Well, like they were like hounding her. Like I mean, she was just oh, she just had like a breakdown, didn't she? Well, not recently, but like then she was like going, she was spiraling a bit. She was not doing well. So like 2009, she was like out in LA partying, smoking, doing a bunch of shit, and mm-hmm. not doing well for herself, and getting arrested and all that stuff. So. Was oh. not a good look for yeah, her. Yeah, I guess that's probably what's happening here. Yeah, and so, like, they're just trying to, you know, she's, like, a huge star. And, you know, she basically Olivia Burke is their equivalent of someone like Kristen Stewart. Yeah. So she's, like, you know, a star of a vampire movie. Yeah, star of a huge franchise, and they're, like, hounding the shit out of her. So, yeah, so, so Serena is, yeah. like, hey, you know what? I sometimes have paparazzi hounding after me. Oh, great. Did you call them? Olivia, calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. Why do you always do this? Excuse me. What? I'm sorry. That was really rude. Uh, yes, hi. Don't worry about it. Um, just go through the kitchen, make a left at the freezer, and then a right. It'll put you out on Sullivan. They were following me around for a while, so I learned the back exits everywhere. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. You're Serena, right? Um, I loved your dress at the Met Ball. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't forget Larry King. And Olivia, you should go through the kitchen and take a left behind the dumpster. Go down a series of tubes. There's a stairwell there. Once you go down there, that'll lead you into the sewer. Once you go into the sewer, there's a magical land, and you can live there for the rest of your days. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> go make go th- 57 paces when you start hearing bees. Like Knock just- on the brick. Once you knock on the brick, the brick will come out, avoid it because it will hit you. But then once you pull the bricks apart, you'll be able to get to your house. Yeah. So easy peasy. So uh, Kelsey, (laughs) (laughs) she like hears this and she's like, you're like a diva whisperer. What are you doing right now? And so she's like, well, I'm actually looking for work. And Kelsey like, you know, like, hmm, interesting. Keep in mind of that. It's, you know, it's weird because Serena is, so Serena was, she, uh, Olivia knew who Serena was. She recognized her from a Met Met Gala picture and she's like, I loved your dress. And Mm -hmm. so like, they know who Serena is, which is an important thing to remember. Absolutely. And that's, so, uh, Casey gives her a job. To work with another client of hers. Yes. And so when Kelsey and Serena go back to the hotel, they see the other client who is... POC alert. Tyra motherfucking Banks. Tyra, 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 Tyra. She's of the Tyra Banks, um, Tyra Banks hosting show of, of course, America's Next Top Model. Life size. Oh my god. Life size. They're making a sequel. Speaking of Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. I wasn't even trying to do that, but I love it. Oh my god, we did it. We did it. Wow. Left size two. One second. I'm just gonna Google life size two and see what we come up with. Um when does it come out? It is greenlit at Freeform. Yes. Uh, she could have, Lindsay Lohan could have a robust role in Life Size 2, but we don't know what's going on. Mm, but <gasps> Zendaya's in it. I love Zendaya. Oh, Tyra Banks wants Zendaya to star in it. Oh, shit. 
Uh, <laughs> Tyra Banks tweet. One word, life size. Oops. Two words, life size too. Okay. Well, Anyways, that. back to back to Gossip Girl. Sorry yeah. about that. So Tyra Love is, everything. She's so great. <gasps> she's so great. Tyra is the best. But she's not the best. Not no. really. She's a terrible she's also a terrible Actress? talk show host. That too. Yeah, she's like, Oh, this is a sad thing that happened to you. Well, let me tell you, you about, about my, my sad experience. Oh, I know. She's the uh, it's I so love Tyra, but also Tyra. Yeah, Tyra, what are you doing? Like, that's yeah. not what you're supposed to be doing. You're mm. supposed to be interviewing people. Yeah. But also, that's why we watch the YouTube videos of her, the YouTube clips of all of her shows, because I do that Yeah, a lot, because she's the best to watch when you're drunk. Yeah. Um, so, so Tyra, Tyra, Tyra is a diva. She is a diva. She plays um, a diva named Ursula Nyquist, who is going to be, she's starring. Fantastic fucking name, by the I way. I know. Ursula is a great name. Also, she looks Nyquist, that's such a, like, royal, like, music, like, it sounds like she had like unicorn hair and like oh my god like music coming out like here comes Ursula Nyquist like like harp playing behind her it sounds so magical she's riding a horse I love it obviously Avi but she is you know just she's freaking out yeah she's so... very stressed about what's going on with the, the the premiere that's happening the next night and she just she doesn't know what to do with herself she's very you know just anxious yeah and so she's. She's kind of counting on Serena now to like be the diva whisper and make her be less anxious. And so like their Serena's job kind of starts out as um, Tyra, like being incredibly needy and being like, Hey, you need to stay on my couch, you know, so that I, like in case I have anxiety at night and she's like, not, it's not even in a mean way. It's in like a, I need constant attention. She's, yeah. She's just and, very like, I need like... someone. Yeah, she's very insecure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She needs someone to maintain her. Um, so Serena is definitely up for the challenge, and she kind of just throws herself completely into it. And, and she's like, she's kind of had this experience with Blair. Yeah, exactly. Like, that she's essentially like a you know older version of Blair, but mm-hmm. um, she's, she's high strung as fuck. Yes, she is what so Ursula high is. strong. And so she just needs somebody to like just say like, it's gonna be okay, calm the fuck down. Yeah. And that's essentially what Serena does for her. She's just like, it's gonna be all right, calm down. And by the end of, you know, the evening, they're like in bathrobes, choking, and just like generally having like a pleasant time together. And they're like friends now. Yeah, and they're like they they see eye to eye and they're, you know, it's great and they have a good rapport. And so Ursula, i.e. Tyra, talks about the scene that she's excited that she wants to sure. see for floor and it's the best thing that she's ever done and it's about her she plays josephine baker who of course is the famous um parisian nightclub singer mm-hmm. and in the film she's supposed to be helping the lead act the lead star floor get away from the nazis during world war ii and she seems to distract them while floor escapes in the back yeah and she says it's probably some of the best acting I've ever done. And she's so earnest about it. She's like, this is the, like, she's so excited for this scene. Like, it means so much to her. It's and like she's her like, moment. I feel like a real actress. Yeah. Like, now that I've done this scene, I, yeah, I feel exactly. like it's the best It's her moment to, like, really, you know, validate the, her acting. Yeah. So she's excited about it. And, um, but, um, but then Casey, while, um, Ursula's getting ready for the premiere, she finds out that the producer's cut ursula scene the one that she's so excited about and, and she she tells serena not to tell ursula yeah that's cut and serena's like what what do i do like ursula is my friend this means a lot to her and i want her to know right and she's like well it will be bad for her her career if she doesn't show up to her premiere yeah and so serena's like okay i won't tell her right and so 
Now the premiere. The premiere of Floor. 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 Starring Olivia and Ursula. Ursula. And everybody's there. Yeah. The Lily and Rufus is there in support of Serena to prove to Lily that Serena can work at a job. Yeah. And not, you know, get fired on the first day. And, and so Cher, Cher described this as we were watching it as Rufus and Serena to be the two worst people to ever make a plan. <laughs> Which is so true. Serena's so bad at making plans, and Rufus just sucks. Yeah, they're bad schemers. They're it, such bad schemers. Because Rufus is too honest and, and earnest and, so and self-righteous. And, and Serena's just bad at planning. She's yeah. like, warped logic. So it's like it's weird. Oh, my gosh. She is the worst. Oh, she's so bad at logic. Yeah. So like like these are the two worst people making a plan, making a scheme. Yeah. This so the, the only part of the scheme is that Rufus and Lily are invited to the floor premiere, and that's it. And yeah. I guess and like Lily's like, can we just job? wait till this goes into the actual theaters? Why are you here with the premiere? Like she's yeah. like not impressed. I love it. And so she's like, Serena's like, hey mom, look, I got a job. Look at me doing job. And Lily is extremely unimpressed. And she's like, girl, Casey only hired you because of your connections. Like you're an 18 year old with no skills. Why do you think you have this job? And Serena's like, oh, well, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, why are you doing this? I'm, I have a job. Like, just be proud of me. And Lily's like, no. And you should go to Brown. And Serena's like, I don't want to go to Brown. Like, they have an argument about... It's like, it just goes back to the Brown argument. Like, Serena doesn't want to go and Lily wants her to go. Yeah, and so they're kind of at an impasse at this moment. And so, while this is going on, remember Dan, he was invited to the premiere as well by, by Vanessa. Vanessa. And so Dan is trying to find Vanessa. And, like, it's one of those situations where, like... He has his head turned away, and as his head turned away, Olivia is coming out of her limo to walk the red carpet. Sign autographs, getting her photo taken. And Dan is completely glam. oblivious. He has no idea that like Olivia, i.e. Kate, exists exists in this world. And so he's just like you know trying to figure out what's going on. And so Dan he sees Olivia. Olivia's like Dan, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? I thought you had to work tonight. She's like. And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he's like, he's so stupid. He's beyond he dumb. He has no idea. He's completely oblivious. Not even dumb. It's just like, he doesn't know. I like, I don't understand how you couldn't know I at don't this know. point. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Like, I mean. Like, there, there, there should be posters of who are who's in this movie. And yeah. you should have seen them, Dan. And you should have made that connection. Yeah. But again, oblivious, uh, obliviousness goes a long way. Oh, my God. Dan yeah. is you oblivious is exactly the word to describe him. He's no, he's no. And so she's like, Are you kidding me right now though? Like and he's like and then you finally like the Oh. Oh, you're Olivia. Well, like someone calls out like Olivia and she turns around and like someone snaps her picture, she's like, Why are they Oh, you're floor. Yeah. And you're she's Olivia. Like, yeah. Oh I'm, my god, Dan. It took you so long. And what happened to the movie real quick? Yes. It's so bad. Well, we we didn't watch much of it, but the parts we watched were really so bad. bad. It's so, so bad. bad. The acting's really like forced and bad. Her her accent, her her, her French, French accent, accent is atrocious. It's worse than Leighton Meester is in Somebody to Love. Oh my god, yes. And it's just like, oh my god. She's like, but we have to do this thing. It's 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 so forced. It's like it's like it's just like playing Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. You know, like yeah, exactly. It's from like, the, it's like cosplay Madeline. It's, it's like, adorable. She has a beret. Like, what's going on? This is like the most. It it, it feels like they Googled France and (laughs) that's what they did. Yeah, exactly. Like, whatever, like, images. All right, let's get her a baguette. Yes. Let's get her, like, some bezazzled. She must. She must have a beret. Gotta have a beret. Oh, my God. It's so so funny. 
this movie is so bad. So it's adorable. Yeah. So we're watching. We're watching the movie along with like the, the audience the attendees, and we see we see the scene that is supposed to be coming up that Ursula is so proud of, where she's about to trick everyone with her fabulous singing, and so like she. She's talking to Fleur, and then she turns, about to give her great performance, and then it goes to the next scene. Right, like there's a voiceover saying like, whatever, like I don't know what's on that Josephine Baker saying, but she saved my life, and you know, and I never saw her again. Never saw her again. The next day, I was in London, and you see Ursula's reaction to what happened, and she like is shaken and visibly upset, and she like storms off out of the theater she's destroyed by this moment like this is her you know her opus this is supposed to be like the thing that made her an actress and that scene was cut and so she's like she's like about to cry and she like leaves the theater and serena's like oh my god and so she she and casey follow her out of the the theater and so um casey is then explaining to serena that it's great public theater when actors find out their scenes cut at the time of the premiere and not beforehand, which is why she didn't tell her. And so essentially Casey was just using Ursula for publicity, mm-hmm. um, like using Ursula for publicity for Ursula. Yep. And it's just, it, it is just way to like manipulate with her emotions. Yeah. In a way that's like really fucked up. And Serena's like, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. I and don't so, do this. Yeah. So Serena, when, um, when asked by Ursula, what should she do about like, you know, cause Casey's like, go out there and like give him a hissy fit and like, tell him how much you hate the producers, t- tell them off. And Ursula's like, should I do that Serena? And like, Serena's like, no, you should like, you know, be very graceful and gracious and, like, you know, just, you know, be, you know, say like, you know, Hey, I'm, you know, this is good for the film. It's not about me. Yeah. And it's like how actors, are supposed to act right exactly and you know or was very great very grateful that she got an honest reaction from serena and when you know ursula leaves serena is probably fired by casey yeah because of course because like obviously you did exactly what opposite like casey's a publicist serena's supposed to be a publicist and here she is avoiding that publicity she didn't even like a, it's she, like it's it's not as i don't think serena's a like a publicist i think serena's more like a handler yeah well she's like She's supposed to be like Casey's a publicist, so she's supposed to be like helping with the publicity. Right. So yeah, so it's um yeah, so it's a bummer for Serena, but also it's like You're an eighteen year old with no skills, what do you expect? Yeah. So while all this is going on, Blair, Chuck, and Jenny. Oh my god, this is so unbelievable. So Chuck and Jenny's their Their big, grand plan. The grand plan was to go to the premiere together. For reasons. Yes, because Chuck knows everything, obviously. But also, Chuck knows that, like, if he shows up with Jenny to the premiere, Blair will be pissed. Exquisite. You exceed even my high expectations. I'm only here for the good of the school, Chuck. And I'm only here for Blair. Yeah, so, uh,. So they're they're at the premiere. They like they step out of the car. Everyone takes their picture, and it gets posted on Gossip Girl. So at the sleepover, one of the minions is like Blair, have you have you seen this? And she's like, what? What is it? Jenny's at the floor premiere with Chuck. And so like Blair's like, what the fuck? Did you really think that your lame attempt Blair. to embarrass me would help Blair, you get back to me? Blair, stop it. Blair, I will make your life a living hell. Blair, call. It wasn't her idea. 
And so she goes and she like tries to, you know, beat up Jenny. She's like, I will like, I will exile you from New York, blah, 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 blah. And Jenny's like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like, the hell down, Blair. And then Chuck is like, leave her alone. Her. It's not her. It's not her idea. It was mine. And she was like, what are you doing? He was like, because NYU is hard, but Blair Ward does not give up. And she's like, I did not give up. I made a strategic retreat, <laughs> which is my favorite thing. And I want to say it more. Just, I'm not giving up. It's a strategic retreat. retreat. Like, I, I love that. I want to find a way to fit into my life that I can say that. But so Chuck gives her the speech, which is bullshit. Oh but he God. gives a speech and... Do you have any idea how much you humiliated me? I think you accomplished that with your little teeny bopper sleepover. NYU's hard. But Blair Waldorf does not give up. I'm not giving up. I've made a strategic retreat. Potato, potato. You don't understand. I do understand. Let me help. No, Chuck. NYU is not the Upper East Side. They don't care about Constance or the social hierarchy. They don't care that I'm Blair Waldorf. It's over. And you do this to me? What are you talking about? I'm Chuck Bass. And I told you I love you. You're saying I'm easier to win over than a bunch of pseudo-intellectual homesick malcontents. You really insult me like this. It's not how it is. It's exactly how it is. So the next time you forget, you're Blair Waldorf. Remember, I'm Chuck Bass, and I love you. I don't know. I'm Chuck Bass, and I love you. I don't know. It's okay. like, gosh, what a that's that's the most pompous thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, that, it's like it's kind of what happened in the last episode. They're like, you know what? We're gonna believe in each other, and it's a continuation of that. It's like we don't need these. We don't need the outside world to accept who we are because we accept each other yeah but it's different with the way that like chuck did it onto blair as opposed to like the way that you know blair did it to chuck because she never actually said like she's like she just said right she said like i believe in you and that was enough and he didn't throw it back in her face like i believe in you so you should be able to do these things and i feel like that's what he was doing was kind of throwing it back in her face like my love for you should you know be able to um you know over um overpass anything else any other life's obstacles and she never did that to him yeah exactly she just loved him honestly and you know without uh, without you know abandon or anything like that and he's kind of using his love for her to make her feel good about herself i don't know it was weird it's 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 more it's more like hey patriarchy yeah type of i don't know type of like, hey, look, I'm a man and I believe in you. Therefore, you should believe in yourself. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, but then after Chuck leaves the premiere, someone says, hey, are you Blair Wardorf? She's like, yeah. He's like, and he starts taking pictures of her. Yeah. And, and so Blair's like, oh, I'm still famous yeah. and loved. Yeah. And so she goes back to school and Chuck pays off the photographer that, um, that uh, took for her photographs and the, it wasn't a real photographer it wasn't a real photographer but he's like why don't you take pictures of that girl he was like and then he compares her to a fucking dumbo he's like dumbo dumbo always knew how to fly he just needed a feather i was like okay now you're oh, come on. oh my god Guy. that's fucking like what are you doing chuck like but also there's there's so many other it. comparisons yeah. to make 
I don't know. I didn't like it at all. Literally anything else. Maybe not to Dumbo. Uh, elephant, I don't know. Just, mm, uh. I don't know, conflicted. Elephants never forget. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So Serena, she's not going to Brown, and she has a fight with Lily about it. She's packing, but she's like, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't, I can't find myself, going. you know, with, you know, you barraging down on me saying i have to go to to brown i, I don't want to do this anymore yeah and then lily lashes out at rufus she's like you know she's like why did you do this i leave to go take care of my mom and suddenly my daughter's not going to college yeah and rufus is like what, what the fuck lily like i like i'm just trying to be helpful like don't try to force your daughter to do something that she doesn't want to do but also like she you know I might be her future stepfather, but she's not my child. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to fucking parent too. But, um, yeah. And so Ursula, she told Casey that she has to hire Serena again. Otherwise, she won't be her client. Yeah. So that's cute. It's really cute. And um, she also said, like, she helped you help me find myself. And I think that's really, that's really sweet. And Serena gets this look on her face and she's like. It's very wistful. I want to find myself too. Yeah. And kind of like seeing that, like, you know, she. Can help other people. She can help other people. Themselves. And also, like, she could hopefully find help herself one day. Yeah. And, you know, growth, you know, and stuff like that. It's really nice. Uh, it's adorable. I love it when Serena's not, like, in a boy drama. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I think, I think. Also, where's Carter? Yeah, but also, I feel like Serena's the most interesting when she's, like, dealing with herself. Yeah, rather than her relationships with men. Absolutely, because her, because her because so much of that character is revolved around the men in her life. Yeah, and it's a bummer. And I think like that's why I like her when she's dealing with like her and Blair stuff, as opposed like to like her and boy stuff because that gets so. It's also like it's so it's it's happening in the background with her desire to find her father, mm-hmm. and like that's another man in her life that her life is revolving around. Yeah, but I think like in order for her to like really make peace with the fact that her father doesn't want to find her is that having to make peace with herself. Yeah, and like love the person that she is, and I want her to. I want that so much for Serena and her yeah. character. Same. Um, find yourself, girl. Yes, it's not that. Hard. I mean, it's hard, but it's also like find yourselves in the arm of yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then this really sweet moment between Vanessa and Olivia, they're like having like a, their first like roommate, roommate conversation as far as like trying to, you know, figure out what's going on with them in their individual lives. Like Vanessa gives advice to, uh, Olivia about Dan because they know each other very well, obviously. Olivia is like, you know, I want to be Kate for Dan, but also I'm Olivia because, you know, I can't, I can't be both. And it's, again, the Hannah Montana moment mm-hmm. where she wants to be both. And Vanessa's like, well, Dan is a very special boy <laughs> and you should go for it anyway. Yeah. But it also Vanessa like talks about her situation with Scott a bit. And she doesn't, says, she doesn't say Scott's name out, outright or like, but she definitely alludes to the situation where she's like, you know, keeping apart. I knew somebody who kept the part of themselves away from everyone mm-hmm. and he suffered from it. Yeah, for sure. And... You know, I don't want to see that the same thing happening to you. Yeah. So, like, if you want to be with somebody, give them your whole self, not just part of yourself. And uh, it was really sweet moment. Olivia is like, we're like really roommates, and it's awesome. It's so cute because I, I want Olivia to get everything she wants because she's such a sweet character. She really is, and I I think her I like the pairing of her and Vanessa too. Me too, because I guess it gives somebody it gives Vanessa somebody outside of like the main five. Yeah. To like really branch off from and kind of give her somebody to like. You it's know, also someone just as like nice even though olivia is a famous movie star she's still like 
you know, down to earth, like totally. unlike anyone else on the show. Like even Dana's not down to earth. Right. And Absolutely. I'll, right. And then also because like with Vanessa, this is our first time like, in like a real school in a long time, a school environment because she was homeschooled for yeah. so long. So it's nice to have like um, Vanessa have like some kind of like structural friendship. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm into it. Um, I like so, the structural friendship. Me too. And so she, so Olivia goes to meet Dan in a coffee shop and she acts like, Hey, can we try this again? And he's like, uh, you know, what? I, I might remember attending that I'm in, uh, thinking about it. Yes, of course. Let's, <laughs> let's head out, please. Because he thirsty. loves her. Because he's thirsty. He's so thirsty. But, but also, I'm thirsty for Hillary Duff. Like, oh my God, who, who is wouldn't it? be? She's so perfect. She's so great. Please be on our podcast. I know. And Blair, she uh, she finds other elite school girls who uh, go to NYU oh and try to harvest her own minions from the ground up. It is, and it's great. So weird. But it's also like that's what Blair needs. She needs that kind of. She needs this like she, she needs, needs to, to rule to, someone. She needs to like you know um yeah exactly she needs to rule someone. she needs someone to like you know, uh harvest and mold yeah. to her liking, even though like no one will be as great as her. She needs to like control the people yeah in some way, and that's another thing that I'm not sure this podcast is uh, the place to talk about as far as people needing controller folks. <laughs> Maybe not this episode. Uh, probably a better suited episode. I'm sure there will be one down the pipeline very soon. But um, Vanessa does try to call Scott though after the conversation here with Olivia. Yeah, because she she still likes him. Yeah. Even like I still I don't like Scott because even though like he was dating Vanessa, I still feel like he was only using her. Yeah. And like like Vanessa has real feelings for him, and I yeah. feel like he never did that for her. Yeah. And he's still like keep my secret, and also like help me with this like do all this emotional labor for me and yeah. also i'm not really into you yeah i definitely felt like you know um a relationship at a convenience because he was trying to get closer to dan yeah and he thought well you I know have a fan right and he you know and he got you know he got to know vanessa but only because like she was best friends with dan yeah and this felt like a way for him to get to dan's so and get to rufus and it's just like very oh creepy and weird so annoying. and it just felt like Vanessa was a pawn in all of his scheme to get too close to closer to his, his, yeah. his birth parents. And I don't know. It's weird. But I think Van- it's interesting how he didn't like try to befriend Serena mm. and just tried to like go through Dan to get to Rufus. Yeah. I guess, I guess because Dan's a little more approachable. Yeah, he's yeah. Far more approachable. I guess. But also like Dan's the worst. Um, Dan's explaining. Yeah. And damn Vanette, Humphrey. Damn Humphrey. Um, relationship. Um, relationship with this episode, I guess would be, um, don't be Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are, be You can have the best of both worlds. Get the best, best of, of both, both worlds. worlds. Yeah. Chill it out, take it slow, then you rock out the show. <laughs> yeah, and so while Vanessa is talking to Scott, trying to like, you know, see how he's doing, he gets another call and he has to call Vanessa back. And when he goes on this other line, it's, it's Georgina. Georgina. Has so, like, he met her yet? They're meeting up for coffee. But have like they met in like the Upper East Side context? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I believe they have. Um, oh, yeah. Because like when her and Dan last episode, they were confronting uh, oh, Scott right. about him stalking them. Yeah. And now Georgina's stalking Scott. Yep. Of course. And then uh, Jenny is queen again. Yeah. And so she's. Um, she's a queen and she's like, Hey, minions, go make sure that my Upper East Side or no, my Met steps are empty. Also, bring me a yogurt. Yeah. And she like doesn't say please. Doesn't she's say just thank like, you. do it. Just like orders. She's the queen. She's queen now. 
Yeah. And that's that. And they're all back into the clothes they were wearing before that looked very similar to Jenny, oh but God. without the heavy makeup on. So weird. Yeah. So weird. So but Jenny's like, you know what? Fine. This is what it takes to be Doing queen. It. Whatever. I'm going to be queen, though. I'm not going to. I think it's like really interesting when Chuck is talking to Jenny, trying to recruit her to like with this plot to um, get Blair out of the Upper East Side. Um, he's like, like, you can't tell me you weren't born to rule this school. And I'm like, that's such a weird thing to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Their relationship is very weird. I don't like it. But I'm also, it's like for foreshadowing it. for some stuff going coming up the pipeline that we yeah. will not talk about now, but it is coming up soon. Um, but yeah, that That's is episode. episode. So we'll be back after these messages. Messages. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Lola's offering a 50% savings on your first order. Get your first two box order for just $9, regularly $18. So Lola has 100% organic cotton menstrual products Ooh. for people who menstruate, but they also have a My First Period box that I really want to get, even it's though so, cute. so many periods in. Same. There's I... like a little pamphlet too, like I want to learn about my period. When did you get your first period? When I was 13. I got mine when I was 15. I was a super late bloomer. That's oh why I didn't God. get boobs until I was like 22. I got my period on my, like my first period was on my way back from Hawaii on a family trip. And so like as soon as I got back, I got my period. I was like, thank God you didn't interrupt my beach trip. I got my first period in the middle of a history test. Ew. And I. Oh, did you think you peed yourself? Yeah. And then I was so excited because I was like, fucking finally. I know. I was like, because I was like When's 15 going When's on 16. And I was like, I still hadn't had my period yet. And I was like, am I, am I dead inside? So if you. <laughs> if you are not dead inside but you want to start your first two box order for just nine dollars instead of eighteen dollars you can go to trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com again that's trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com get your first two box order for just nine dollars menstruation yeah and back to the show back to the show and uh, it's fashion time Fashion, put it all on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? Fashion, turn around. Fashion, turn around. Ooh, fashion. fashion. So there was some really good fashion in this episode, I think. Let me tell you about my favorite dress in the entire world. Okay. Okay, so Blair, when she's hosting her sleepover. Oh my God, Is so wearing pretty. this, like, I guess it's a cold shoulder dress. It's a cold shoulder dress that is yellow satin, and it has, like, around the waist, like, this, like, lace belt. And it's so gorgeous. And, and it's a drop waist so too, right? Much. It's uh, very like it's like it's like, uh, like forties dapper. No, it's a oh. um, it's a natural waist. Is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe because she's laying laying down. Yeah. Really oh my god, it looked so cute. She's so I love that color on her too. I, I love yellow on Blair. Yeah, it's really well, good. this shade of yellow also canary yellow. Yes, it's good. It's a good color. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks so good, and I love also but like. Jenny's uniform. What is this? What the hell is that? It's, it's, it's a white, white tank top with like some glitter yeah. on it. And, like, and then a leather like a, vest and a plaid. Like it's, There's nothing about here that's uniform. Like what is her uniform? I don't know. I think it's like as long as you have like the plaid skirt, you can wear everything else is optional. On top. Black and white on top, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so odd. stupid. Yeah. So, um, and she's having, I don't know. It's very, it's very like 90, it's like very, uh, 2009. Like, yeah. I'm a cool rocker check. Yeah. Like just, I wear so much eye makeup and I sing in a band called Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a look. It's, I don't understand the, uni- I like, I don't understand the uniforms. It's, it's, it's hot so topic. Weird. It's hot topic. Look. Yes. It's just like, I it's hot know. topic. Yeah. And Rampage. Ugh. Gosh, 
uh, Charlotte Russe. Yeah. It's all, it's all that. Five, very, seven, nine. I don't know. No, not five, no, seven, not nine. nine. More like Deb. Yeah, Deb, Deb for sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like that. It's definitely like that mall, like mall want to be high fashion. Yeah. yeah, mall Betsy Johnson. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's that fast fashion. That's bad fashion. Yeah. So that's what that look is. Olivia's dress, I liked a lot. Oh, it's so cute. At the premiere, she wore this like gold and black dress. It's like a, a strapless and it's short. Which is like not customary for premieres, and it looks so good on her. I loved it. It was very cute. Um, and then Ursula's finger wave in uh, her hair for the so premiere. So good. It looked so good. Unbelievable. She, I love finger waves. I do too. I, I wish, love that style so much. I know. I wish I could. I wish I had the patience to do it. Oh my god! I know. To do it. My but, friend had it for her wedding, and it took so long. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like wildly long. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, because you have to. It's a. Yeah. Like you have to have like so much hairspray in your hair after mm-hmm. that too. I don't understand it. But it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's so pretty. And she had it is a very similar look that she had in the film as Josephine Maker. Yeah, like the the 40s style. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really good. Was here for it. Um, yeah, music. and like there's there's a lot of other fashion in it because it's like a premiere. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about. Music. Yeah. Music. There was two. Um, so um, Art Brute. It's a band that was like the hot and like really awesome in the mid to late aughts that I loved. They're this really funny band. I really liked them a lot. Um, my favorite song for them was "Formed a Band." Liked them a lot. Um, and then also, I feel the, like I should know them because I also know Franz Ferdinand Block Party, and mm-hmm. that's what Wikipedia compares them to. That's weird. <laughs> oh well. But they're great. I listened to them a lot in college. Um, like when I was really into like the Libertines and the Baby Shambles, all that shit. Um, and then the end of the, the end of the episode was Passion Pit with Moth Wings. I love that song. Love Passion Pit. Do I know any Passion Pit songs? Um, I feel like it's a Passion Pit song. You probably know this one song in the commercial. I think. They um they had they called this one song Sleepyhead that was huge. It was from the same album that Moth Twins came out. It was on a Verizon commercial like in oh eight or something. It was really big. Like it was everywhere. Uh I don't know any of these songs. Yeah. Well uh, I'll Google it later. But Passion Pit's great. They came out with two albums. He's supposed to come out with a third album at some point. Okay. But um Passion Pit's great. So yeah. shout out to Passion Pit. Uh Otech Low Tech. Not really that much in here. I mean, besides like the the paper waivers that Casey makes everyone sign. Everyone we have like e forms for that now. Yeah. Um, um, the invitations are all um, paper, also to the premiere. Uh, what other low tech? Yeah, because I feel like I feel like Eventbrite would have been a bit of thing. Oh there. yeah, absolutely. Or like or like or, any or, sort of like secret website or scanning or something. Yeah, there was like no scanning or anything. Um. Um, Dan was, not being able to Google Olivia Burke when yeah, he didn't know who she was. Yeah, that was. I mean, it's like a plot thing, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Gossip Girl Generation. <laughs> um, and then I guess also just like franchises, like vampire franchises, oh my kind God. of like an old tech thing now. Yeah, or like an sure. old version, like an old thing, like. Uh, vampires are no longer in. Yeah. Like, when the Vampire Diaries ended earlier this year. <laughs> oh my God! Is that the last vampire? Uh, the last vampire. I would read that. <laughs> write it, girl. Don't yeah. really write it. Make you some money. The last vampire. Make you some money, girl. Okay. Um, straight observations. Yeah. Uh, Brie and Carter were not in this episode. 
They were not. That is a stray observation. That is a stray observation. But yeah, they, I mean, but then again, you know, uh, Brie did allude in the last episode that she was going to be coming for, for Carter. Yeah. So maybe Carter is like being maybe, scarce. Maybe the next episode will have some more information about what's going on there. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I love all of Hillary slash Olivia like excitement about her classes. She's oh my like, god! I want to take post impressionist movement classes, and the Bible is literature <laughs> and Cold War philosophy. I love it. I love school. It's cool, so cute. Okay. And, that and, was and Cher relates to this a lot too because she also loves school. It's true. Like, gosh, I used to like when I went off to Michigan State. Um, my freshman year, I had memorized the car, uh, the the catalog, like oh legit memorized the catalog, and I and I uh, and I audited like thirty classes. Aww, I audited so many fucking classes. I I I, I wanted like because I could only take I think five in my freshman year semester. I wanted to take eight, uh-huh. but I couldn't. I literally couldn't schedule it because I was like I would take nine classes. I don't care. <laughs> I I wanted all the classes. They're all they're all really good classes. Yeah, so there's some really interesting ones. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited about school and still very excited about school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then has classes started already though? I don't know. I thought like it was. I think they have cl- started because in the last episode we had Scott like talking about the seminar and how you're supposed to go to that. But here we have Olivia just starting. Yeah, which I think we're already a few weeks in the semester. You can't really do that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I do think though, like there might be starting. They're starting and stopping because like they either have like you know, sixteen week courses or twelve week courses. So there might be ones that start later. I don't start know. Later. I mean, this is just obviously fake school and it's fake plot, but like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Also, like I feel like you also have like a you know, like a like a uh, I know there's a grace period before like oh, true. add drop. Yeah. So you can like get in there before then. So yeah, maybe that's, that's what like happened. Three or four, two or three weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, and you wanted to talk about Ursula. Oh yeah. So, Ursula. so Ursula is played by Tyra Banks. Yeah. We first see her hair. She has like eight different hairstyles in this episode oh my God. and only one's good. The finger waves one. Yeah. And I don't know. There's something about just and like this is the case with like Vanessa and her hair. But there's something about black women and hair and just most shows if it's not done by like a black staff or like a black crew and they just get treated terribly. I talked about this in the premiere episode with Vanessa's new hair. Mm -hmm. And this episode definitely like highlighted how awful they are with women in their hair, especially black women and women in their hair. And it's made me sad seeing like uh all these different wigs and all these different um hairstyles except for the finger wave one. But they were all pretty terrible. Yep. And just like made me sad. Even like her fashion wasn't as great as it could be. No. In compared in comparison to everybody else on the shit. And this is like, yes, you know, Tyra Banks is tall and she's fully figured and she's, you know, she's, you know, thicker around the thighs and it couldn't get some get her a better outfit or better dress choices than the ones they did. It's just like I Yeah, don't it's know. it's weird. It's not too sad. It's still like I mean like Hillary Duff is also a guest star, but like I feel like she's given way more attention than Tyra Banks mm-hmm. guest star in this episode for sure. Especially as far as like, you know, the fashion and beauty, which is such a huge part of the show. Yeah. Because the show is such a visual Yeah, I like Tyra Banks as a fucking model. Like exactly. that's literally what her she, job is host top model yeah she makes models like she is modeling in so many ways yes i would i would so. not classify her as a good actress but i don't know i don't know <laughs> maybe She's, that's what it is yeah but i don't know i just i i would like i would have liked to see better treatment for Tyra oh my god episode. absolutely 
Um, but that is all I have to say on that. And this, you want to rate it? Yeah, I want to give this episode a nine. I would definitely give it an eight for yeah, sure. It's, um, it was really fun. So fun. I love I love the addition of Hillary Duff, and I think I want to give it such a high score because I love her so oh, much. Oh, totally. Yeah, I love Hillary so much. I think it would have been nice to have a little more Nate. Yeah, I love Nate's, like, I loved how smug and, like, trolly he was of Dan totally. not knowing who Olivia was. I loved it so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. And, like, that's the first time we've ever wanted more Nate. It's yeah. only when he's a side character. Exactly. Because I think he's he's a great supplement. And, oh, my God, yeah. Um, I... Usually, unfortunately, his his plots are usually boring because I don't I don't know I'm not sure if the writers actually know how to write Nate. No, Nate's like he's he's a boring character. He's like because in the books he was actually really fascinating. He's he's a rich boy who has yeah. daddy issues and mommy issues and mommy issues for sure. Yeah, and granddaddy issues like he's got family issues. Yeah, like and I think in the books they they did a better job as far as like branching out that character because mm-hmm. they made him more of a leading man. And I think because of his leading man status got kind of taken away in the book series versus his status now where he's like not where really. Chuck's a leading man. Like Chuck in the, in the books was like just a, like a, tre- a treachery character. Yeah. He was like barely in the, sh- in the books at all. It was so, it was, it was really strange. Like reading the books and watching this be like, Whoa, that's yeah, weird. Totally different. So like Chuck has definitely like, you know, moved up to like sta- leading man status, whereas Nate's kind of like been kind of like sidelined a mm-hmm. bit. So, so um yeah but i think that's more of like a series um observation that's a much of an episode observation yeah um also i would like to see more eric but eric was he he was like in the episode where he's walking with jenny and that's it that's about it he was in for two minutes i think he was in i think he was um there a little bit too when like you know the oh when the minions minions. are making the speech yeah yeah but he was you know i love eric and i want him to have more things to do yeah um but that is the episode so i thank cards against humanity so much for letting us use your facilities and your equipment thanks so much thanks appreciate you thanks to share for being an amazing co-host an amazing producer oh you're perfect Uh, Uh, I thank Stevie so much for being a beacon of light in my life and just being a wonderful all around great host I appreciate Mm, you love you you too Um, when I thank Post Loudness so much it's our collective and it is a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color women and queer identified hosts Post Loudness (laughs) you can learn more about them and all of their shows at postloudness.com and um, last month we added a bunch of new shows Mystic the the Ajima show and Verses from the Poetry Foundation. So you can learn about all those shows at postloudness.com. Uh, you can follow us, the show, at Gossip Girls Pod. Our on Twitter, Twitter is awesome. It's lit. Um, we are posting a lot of random things out there, so you should go and follow us and find out what's going on. We are asking a lot of. Um, we're, we're, we reached out to both LaCroix and Smart and Water and Water to sponsor us. Neither of them wants to do that. But yet. We're gonna, we're gonna, so far. So far. So, um, yeah, you should uh, watch that uh, debacle continue. Um, and yeah, we, um, you should definitely follow us on Facebook. You should like us on Facebook. We have, you know, a paltry amount of uh, followers on there. So go do that. Go, we, we put links up to the fashion and other really fun stuff. Outfits. Outfits and other cool things on Facebook. You can follow me at Share Musings, me at Kale Hummus. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a new episode. But until next time, you know we love us. XOXO, Gossip Girls. Post loudness. <laughs>